0: Hi friends. Welcome to Race to Rise podcast, a place where we discuss bite-sized wisdom nuggets with easy-to-follow practices to live a better life. I am your host, Mittal Patel, a parenting junkie, Ayurveda enthusiast, and an advocate of conscious living. life balance is easy, said no one ever, right? Do, do you believe that? I want to share my personal story of how I just got promoted and how this whole busyness and productivity and no space to breathe have played a huge, huge role. In my well being, having to see therapists and realization, there's just so much going on. And so, I want to unpack a little with you on how my new, like, really desired promotion have made me realize that this is not what I really wanted. And so, I really want to share this. I want to start with by sharing this analogy that I read once that. There was this author who was, you know, trying to build a fire during her family vacation. And what she did was she piled up paper, fire starters, and, you know, logs of wood. But no matter how many matches she threw at the fire, it just wouldn't start. And so eventually, after trying it for so many times, it dawned on her that she had packed everything so tightly that oxygen simply couldn't even circulate. And so in short, the fire had no space to breathe. Now, how many of us can attest to that, that our daily lives are often a lot like this author's, you know, damp squib of a fire? We're just so busy packing our schedules with endless tasks and to-do lists that we can't fan the flames of our own potential. I mean, everyone and everything needs a breathing space is what this author learned from the family vacation the fire incident and I think the key message here is that you know we really don't have the space to just think right and it happens on a a regular basis so instead of thinking we're constantly doing from the moment our morning alarm wakes us up Our day just goes by in a, you know, in a blur of commuting, emails, and meetings, and often family responsibilities. And by the time we climb back into bed, like all exhausted, overwhelmed, and tired, we wonder, did I really achieve anything today? I mean, let me just say this is my story. This is what I felt last week. My schedules are so jam-packed, and especially after this new role that I've given at work, you know, I've been promoted, the responsibility that came with it, I did not think that this is how crazy or this is how daunting it's gonna get. Trust me, if all this sounds familiar, then you've hit an uncomfortable but valuable truth like I did last week. Being busy and being productive are not the same thing. That was the revelation that I, you know, I mean, sometimes it takes a moment of feeling to finally realize because we all know stuff, you know, knowing is not everything. It's about, am I feeling it? Is this, you know, am I experiencing it, right? So I got to experience this last week. And you know, what's more important into this whole revelation that, you know, being too busy can actually kill your productivity. That's what was my highlight after understanding, you know, after coming to this whole uncomfortable, valuable truth and experiencing it that being busy and being productive are just two different things. And if you're not convinced, you know, by this, then I want to share what actually happened, you know, in my, in my role, in my promotional role. So I was actually really excited to, to get this role. I had always wanted to do this. And finally, when I realized that, you know, I am now growing and I'm going to quit the the job and I want to focus on my coaching business, this opportunity came in. And it was one of my, you know, one of my dreams that I wanted to, I wanted to play this high key role and, you know, impact the quality of the products that our company makes. And I was just so always excited and looking forward to, to do that. And so I finally got promoted, you know, and I didn't, little did I realize that it, it came with the crushing workload attached because there was so many things that, that needed to be corrected, that needed to be, you know, needed to have processes and needed to have a new strategies. And so there was just so much that came with it. And so to cope with my bursting schedule, even in like just on the first and second days, my my schedule was just so bursting. I had meetings after meetings and, you know, travel from one building to another building and looking at all these problems personally. It was just so daunting that I think on my third day, I even couldn't, I had to skip my lunch. I just couldn't make it to my lunch break. And I have this whole health thing that, you know, I take my lunch break at 12 o'clock, but that just, you know, it was a new role, new week. I just couldn't adjust and couldn't make that space for myself because everybody wanted to have the conversation. And, you know, I had to be part of these conversations and be part of the problem and understanding what's going on. So I couldn't take my lunch. And there were just you know there were other sacrifices too but even so i wasn't making a headway like you know i wasn't i wasn't feeling that i am achieving anything i'm doing a lot of things and i'm busy but you know it wasn't to the level where i feel like okay yeah you know this happened today and so my excellent results and attention to detail things that had gotten me this promotion in the first place, suddenly I noticed that it was dropping off. And I realized that you know, without my little bit of breathing space that I enjoyed in my previous role, I couldn't thrive and I just cannot thrive and my potential was just dropping. And so I said, this is not this is not how I want to do things and this is not how I want to feel at workspace. And so I realized that, yeah, I'm just simply too busy. And my calendar is just simply too fulfilled by meetings with, you know, and I'm following other people's agendas and expectations, but that's not how I want to do. And so, you know, I just want to connect this, like, this is how our lives have been working. Many of us are struggling to identify that we're doing too much and i am in the same space as you so instead of you know seeking out and you know enjoying some breathing space and taking some mindful breaks we fall into this very modern trap of busyness and we begin to feel guilty when we're not busy and when we're not doing something i certainly notice that myself and i've been noticing that even when i'm in the car i'm either like listening to a podcast or I'm listening to a book and I've just got like this so I'm taking so much information in that I, that I am not giving myself a space to process and just to think because personal development space is great because this is where you know we we learn we become aware of course look into these resources and support but it can get very toxic like especially I have this whole habit like I just want to learn something new and in that learning the hunger of learning and hunger of you know doing more I notice that I forget that I really need to take up you know take a step back and just process and take a break and then when I'm not doing something, I feel guilty. And if you are in that space when if you're feeling guilty when you're not doing something and when you're not busy, then trust me, you are not alone. This is what our modern trap has done to us. And actually, there is a phrase that I believe the economists call this phenomenon as performative busyness, where, you know, we've all internalized this mantra that busier is better. And so instead of this mantra, we really need to, we're gonna have to rewire. And what we need to do is that we need to push back against this jam-packed agenda and these expectations, the external expectations that are, are coming to us. What I realized that we work too much in order to fit in. And so it's just our impulse for business. This is where our impulse for business comes from. So then what do we do next, right? we're going to have to break this impasse we're going to have to break the cycle and to break the cycle i mean you know we can do a lot of tips and we can do like a couple of mindful activity and then just go with it but unless we learn why exactly does this happen it's going to keep on happening everything starts with why right and so now that we have learned that this whole business harms our productivity what do we do next? Let's understand why exactly does this happen? And why do we fall into this modern trap of, you know, busyness? And so scientists actually have even discovered that it all has to do with how different parts of our brain work together. So I had to dig deep and, you know, I wanted to understand why do I fall in this trap of busyness? Because I'm always doing something. I'm always like, Either, you know, after work, when I get in the car, I'm either listening to the book podcast, like I said, like when I come home, I have a co-working sessions, I work on my business, you know, and I do the thing for my coaching business, I have clients work to do, Then I have kids to work. So it's like constantly my schedule is so packed. And so if I want to break the habit of packing my schedule, I needed to understand why. And so I did little research and discovered that, you know, it has to do something with how different our parts of the brain work together. Consider that this hectic to-do list that's pinned to your workstation, you know, at work, what this list represents is a number of difficult, complex tasks, right? To complete these tasks, we need to engage in an area of our brain called the frontal lobe, which carries out our most advanced thinking but our frontal lobe has a short battery life and so we really need to understand the science behind it sorry if I get if I'm getting too technical but I have to share what I learned (laughs) because it has helped me to take break like yesterday we went just a little off topic that we actually went on a family hike and just went for like half hour but it felt so refreshing and I felt so like you know rejuvenated and I was able to focus more and so get back you know backing up our frontal lobe has a short battery life and it gets quickly you know it gets tired quickly and it it needs regular breaks to recharge so this means that if you keep pressing on with your to-do list without taking a break at some point our frontal lobe will lose the efficiency and we start making mistakes and errors we get frustrated because at that point you know we're we go into this dysregulation. And so we, don't, we no longer have this capacity of thinking or making decisions to the best of our ability. And so we need a break, right? And to understand why these breaks are so effective, I wanna share this. Let's explore what happens in our brains when we get creative. Because the key message here is that I learned that taking breaks can boost our creativity, efficiency, and productivity. Right? And so let's let's understand the science behind the creativity. So the basis of creativity is the neurological connection between our current thoughts and our previous experiences. And it can only happen when our brains get free, undisturbed, time, which of course we're not giving. And so in other words, our brain becomes creative when we give ourselves some time to think and we give ourselves time to relax. Once you start taking these breaks, you'll find out that it's so easy to find these benefits of breaks in real life. Actually, even um, a research and a case study was done, which found that even pausing for only 30 seconds was enough to improve workers engagement and focus on a task. And that's why I have started doing my 30 second into a 60 second break every hour just to just to understand that what matters is not the length of your break okay but how you spend it right and actually even another research done by Harvard Business School has identified that four typical there are four typical types of pauses type one is the social pause the social break like where you you know where you talk to your coworkers or where you talk to someone then there is the another type is called nutritional break where you, you know which involves of course taking you know taking a snack or maybe a glass of water or warm tea coffee whatever you take The third one is called the relaxation break, which is, this is the time where you spend, you know, daydreaming or doing gentle exercise or stretches. And finally, the fourth pause or fourth break is called the cognition break, where you read book or, you know, just ponder on a quote, like you just read one quote and just ponder on it and add your thoughts. So there are like, you know, four types of breaks. Again, number one is social break. Number two is nutritional break. Number three is relaxation break. And number four is cognition break. You know, actually, the studies have showed that the only types of break that boosted our productivity were the relaxation and social kinds. And so I prefer taking a social break and relaxation break. And so in social break, yeah, of course, you know, I just walk out and I'll talk to my teammate, like personal, not about work. And relaxation break is where I take 30 to, you know, 60 seconds and just breathe, just pause and breathe. That's it. I focus on my breath and that's about it. I have refrained myself from taking the cognitive breaks because it just puts me because I get into this whole learning mode and like then I just want to read more. And if I start reading a quote or something then I just want to read more or another type is like, you know, you just go on social media saying like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm just watching a motivational video and you do one thing or do another thing. So what I've noticed that the cognitive breaks actually harms my performance. And that was just a personal notice that, you know, personal observation that I've done that. So if I want to get the most out of my pauses, then I need to close down my social media app, put away the book, and instead just wander over a teammate's desk, or, you know, just call a friend for a couple minutes, or even just check in with my kids. So I know this was a long episode but i just want to uh, recap a little so i started sharing by how we are congesting and we're just swamping our schedules and putting everything one after another and just you know keeping ourselves busy it actually is creating our productivity and so we need to take more often breaks because research has showed that taking breaks boosts our efficiency productivity and you know just longevity in general too and so what But in order for us to do that, we're going to have to understand why do we fall into the trap of busyness? Because I happen to have done this, you know, quite a few times. And actually, I've always been a doer. And for my health and for, you know, for my well-being, it's important for me to take a pause and for it's important for me to rest and relax. But I just fall into this trap. So I had to do the research. I wanted to share this research, how this is all related to the part of the brain it works with. And so, you know, and we also shared the four types of the pauses that we can take on in between our schedules that can actually re-energizes us and helps us boost our productivity and efficiency and helps us take more break. That's it for this week's episode of Race to Rise. Be sure to sign up to our email list at risewithmittal.com and join us again next time for more wisdom about life, kids, and everything in between. I am Mittal Patel wishing you happy raising and rising.